This program is a paid commercial announcement. No statements made during the Thrive Retirement Roadmap radio show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed. David Bazaar, Brent E. Lim, and Karen Bizarre of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania State Registered Investment Advisor. Office headquarters located in Fort Washington and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Extant, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Thrive Retirement Roadmap Show with your hosts, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management. They know that the road to a successful retirement is paved with consistent care and a commitment to guide the families they serve. David and Brett are co-authors of the book, Roadmap to Retirement, Navigating Your Way to Peace of Mind. The Thrive team has been recognized by Suburban Life Magazine and Philadelphia Magazine as one of the area's top wealth management firms. They've been featured in numerous publications such as the Wall Street Journal, CBS News, Fox, NBC, and ABC as well. But their greatest accomplishment yet is their ability to talk to people just like you about living out their dreams in retirement. Their phone is always open at 800-516-5861 or visit thrivefinancialservices.com. Now, here's David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Kraus. And a good Saturday morning, Delaware Valley, and welcome in to your Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, along with David and Karen Bazaar and Brett Elam. I'm Joe Kraus, and glad to be here on the first uh, Saturday for the month of June. It's that time uh, of the uh, calendar year where we start to look ahead and make plans for uh, how we're going to spend some of our time uh, in the summer. Um, and I welcome in David and Karen um, to the first Saturday of June. A good Saturday morning to you both. Good morning, Joe. Thank Great you. to see you. I hope you're enjoying the day so far. Yeah, enjoying it. Off to an early start. You know I'm an early riser and uh, love to get up early and work deep into the night. So uh, <laughs> I, I've got to start with and I've got to say um, that last week, as you know, I was down in St. Augustine at my daughter's wedding. So I'm down in, uh, I'm down in St. Augustine and moments at different moments throughout the week leading up to the wedding I'm thinking about retirement and then I come home from St. Augustine and we're uh, so I'm shuttling down to Cape May to get uh, to get the house ready and get it open because the kids are going down and again I find myself falling back on thoughts and conversation about retirement and I and, and I say that as not only to give you and the audience a chuckle but the reality of it is everything that we do or everything that we plan to come up uh, or are going to have to do 
all requires a plan for what, how we're going to live our future. And that is what I'm starting to take from this radio show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, what I'm glad, Joe, is we've, we've infected you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right? I mean, we've infected. Good word. Not affected, but infected. Yes, you know, great with word. The, with this disease of constantly having to think about what, you know, how to put those plans in place prior to retirement. So, but that's good. I mean, that's what we try to do is get people thinking about it. So many times, you know, we sit here at the, you know, at a conference room table and, and meet with folks about these Thrive Retirement Roadmap Reviews. And that's the, that's a common thing that gets mentioned is, you know, this is the first time, like you guys really got me to think about my retirement. Not about getting there, but how to get through it in a successful way. Yeah, I actually, it's funny that you're saying that when you're saying, hey, you, you had a wedding, so you plan the wedding and you plan this. Sometimes people spend more time planning a wedding or planning a vacation or planning this, and then you should spend a lot more time planning your retirement. And I met with a lady who came to our workshop last week, and she came in today and she uh, the other day, and she wasn't she was sure wasn't sure why she was here, and she was actually director of finance in a big company, and she's actually seventy years old, and um, she said to me, and I sh- I'm sure I'm going to get this saying wrong, but it's, she's like the shoemaker that doesn't wear any shoes. How Kids do I- don't have any shoes. Well, so all right. So anyway, you I know, knew, used to be in the shoe business. Come on, I, you should know that. I knew I was going to get that wrong, <laughs> but um, what she said is, I'm not really sure why I'm here, but sitting in your workshop really started me thinking. So we sat down, and we started going through the process, and we were talking about her required minimum distributions. She has to start taking them, and she didn't do great planning she's planned but she realized at one point that all her money is in qualified assets they didn't really plan for taxation in retirement now she understands that from going to the workshop and then she said i don't even need my required minimum distributions what do i do with them do i just put them back in the same account and as we started going through everything she was just blown away about how much we focus on all the different areas, how we we take such a holistic approach to retirement. Well, there's so many things in life, in reality, and in real life that mirrors so many of our conversations. My son-in-law's father, um, who I spent a a good deal, a fair amount of time with um, over the week in St. Augustine, um, his wife unexpectedly passed away Mm. uh, six months prior, um, Mm. put him in a position to try and understand and prepare and plan uh, for not only my son-in-law but the other four siblings uh, in the family. So there's so many different bumps and twists and turns that we all are going to experience. And when I say all, everybody listening to the radio show now, you're on the same road. You're. It might be a different circumstance, David, but they're going to come up, and the ability to be able to manage them when they do is so important. It all goes into the planning part. Yeah, and two things I think about that. You know, mentioning you know the wedding, you know, and I'm sure I'm about what I'm about to say. You're going to resonate with is like you can't believe how quickly it comes, right? It's these kids were babies, you know, with the snap of a finger. And it really does, you know, our daughter graduated from university a couple weeks ago. And you look up, you know, down on that field as she's walking up to get her diploma and you go, 
you know, like I just remember bringing her home. Like, how did this happen? When did it happen? And I think that also occurs with people in retirement. You know, I think it's, you know, it's this far off thing that you don't think is kind of, you know, in the near term. And before you know it, it's here. And uh, I can't tell you how often one of the comments that we get is, I wish I would have met you guys five or 10 years ago. And what I always respond to, it's never too late, right? You know, it's never too late. We we actually had a couple uh, this week in one of our workshops, just an absolutely sweetheart couple. The gentleman was 85 years old. His spouse was 92 years old. Wow. It, it was it was just great, great you know? Stuff. And th- they were so attentive. They were writing so many notes. They instantly came up after the workshop to me, and they were thanking me and said, we really, we don't know if it's too late for us or not. And I said, well, tell me about some of the questions. And, you know, they spent, um, you know, the first half of their lives from a career standpoint as missionaries in Africa. And then uh, as a pastor of a church, they said, you know, we didn't make a lot of money, but we had this and this, you know, and, and because we've seen so many people over the past couple of years come through these workshops, um, we've, we've have a number of pastors, we have a number of missionaries that we've dealt with, so we understand the intricacies of their health care and the types of trust and benefits that they get. And I said, look, come on in, let's sit down, we'll have a cup of tea, we'll talk, and I'll answer your questions. He said, I got a lot of questions. And I just thought it was great. I mean, just, you know, kind of still a major spark in their eye at 85 and 92. You know, so it was really cool to see that. This is the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210. Two good examples to kick off uh, our show on this Saturday morning. And we thank our listening audience uh, for tuning in with us every Saturday. Uh, Our mission and our plan uh, is to educate. We'll tell you about the upcoming workshop. Brett Elam is going to join us and give us an inside look at some of the details about the upcoming workshop next week on Thursday the 7th. Taxes and retirement uh, is the subject or the uh, headline uh, for next Thursday. We'll give you more details uh, as the show rolls on. Before we move into our opening uh, break, uh, David, let me give you an opportunity to just outline for uh, the listening audience perhaps a bullet point or two that's a starter, a starter bullet point. If you're tuning in for the first time uh, and, and, and perhaps you haven't actually given retirement a thought, but based on our conversation here in the open, um, you realized, hey, it's upon me. Yeah. As a matter of fact, what I hope to be able to get to share with our audience today uh, throughout the different segments is two recent articles that came out. And and I think really important, a little bit of a dichotomy to them. But one article, which was in uh, Bloomberg, was the title is, How Much Money Do You Need to Be Wealthy in America? And it really is pretty eye-opening. And it goes through the different groups millennials, Gen Xers, baby boomers, and others, and what the perception of what it's going to take to be wealthy in America. And then the other article, uh, this was an investment news. The the one from Bloomberg, Joe, was on uh, May 15, 2018, so, you know, relatively recent. And then this article out of investment news, this was May 5th, and the title to this one is The Worst Possible Time to Retire. Market performance in the first few years of retirement determines financial security throughout one's golden years. Here's why the outlook for people retiring today is very concerning. 
So we're going to try to address some of this. I know some of what Brett's going to be talking about today is going to cover it as well. All right, all good stuff. And again, a special thanks to our listening audience for tuning in and joining us on a Saturday morning, the first Saturday uh, of the month of June as we move into the summer season uh, here in the year uh, 2018. A quick reminder, the upcoming workshop is at the West Whiteland Township Building on June 7th. Uh, Starts at 7 o'clock. That is Thursday. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Back in a moment. And we hope on a Saturday morning you're enjoying a hot cup of coffee as you tune in to the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, along with David and Karen Bazaar. I'm Joe Krause. Brett Elam is joining us uh, from a remote location uh, today for the show. And again, real quick, that information on the upcoming workshop Thursday, June 7th at the West Whiteland Township building. Starting time will be 7 p.m. Taxes and Retirement. Uh, will be the topic of discussion. We say good morning to Brett Elam. Brett, a good Saturday morning to you, sir. Krause, good morning to you as well. Um, good to be chatting with you here. I guess it's the first Saturday here in June. Um, you know, speaking about the workshop, Krause, a crazy story. I just sat with somebody um, yesterday who had came out to our workshop up in northern Chester County at the Hankin Library, and he had uh, given us some great comments on our uh, on our SOFA website, the Society of Financial Awareness, of how well um, the uh, the workshop, um, from an educational standpoint, had been for him. It just his response was great. And I had a chance to finally meet them for the first time. And he had shared with me the night that he went home from the workshop is that he had a pacemaker put in. Now, I can't make that up. He had a pacemaker put him the night of the workshop, and I said, was it our information about what taxes look like that did that to you? And he goes, well, I'm here, so I don't think so. But uh, it was a scary story, thank God. It seems like things are okay um, today, but I thought that was an interesting story. But, uh, yeah, it, <clears throat> again, typically during the workshops, we're talking about, again, these 2018 tax changes, and then especially putting them together with the uh, – investments and retirement and just navigating again that's what that thrive retirement roadmap is all about i was so glad and i was so glad to hear you reference the positive comments that the workshops receive because um that to me uh is so meaningful Uh, and david i'll give you a chance to weigh in here too it's so meaningful to be able to educate the audience and and i can't stress enough to everybody listening, how important it is. We're not selling. You're not doing that. There's, this is real education. It's real life. Yeah, and that, that's why we, you know, we got nominated and ultimately appointed to be the Pennsylvania State Chapter Presidents of a national 501c3 not-for-profit organization called the Society for Financial Awareness. And, you know, part of that, you know, kind of moral code, ethic code is it's all about education. And we have a, a, a Facebook page up that people can visit, the Greater Philadelphia Society of Financial Awareness Facebook page. And if you start to read the comments, which Brett is addressing, it's, it's remarkable. It's like people are telling people, hey, go see this. This is the greatest workshop I've ever seen. It's helped me so much. So, you know, Brett commenting on it, I think it's pretty cool to see that. Yeah, Krause. And... Uh Again, and again, that's what our, our passion is all about, that whole education advocacy. Again, so many times when people in our world, all they do is they're talking about your investments, your investments, and your investments. 
and uh, and you see the stories that David, Karen, and myself are, are sharing on a weekly basis where, yeah, your investments are always important, but, again, everything needs to work hand-in-hand hand, um, together, again, with income distribution, um, along with tax efficiency, um, along with health care, and, and where does legacy fit into that. So, again, those are, those are the reasons why we, we, we call it the travel and roadshow, if you will, where we talk about we have Social Security workshops, we do tax workshops, we do um, income distribution workshops. Again, just to, to try and bring a little bit of clarity where there's confusion out there. And, uh, and again, that's what our, what our passion is at the end of the day. But um, and, crowd, and I'll make the... Go ahead. I'm sorry about. And, uh, Brett, I just wanted to I wanted to lead you into that o- in, in the opening segment of the show today. David had referenced a couple of articles that we're going to talk about. I know the Bloomberg article, uh, which was the most recent uh, article. I think it was May 15th, David, when that was uh, put out. I know you reviewed that article um, and you had some thoughts on it. So since you're not, you don't have the benefit of being with us uh, collectively as a group, and you're joining remotely, if you don't mind, I lead you into that Bloomberg article. I'd love to get your thoughts on it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it talked about what, what people's definition of wealth is. And I'm not going to go too in-depth on the article, but it was interesting that only 11% of people really talked about assets is, is, is really what means happiness for them, where, the, where what the overwhelming response was, stress-free life and having peace of mind is what their definition of wealth is, which leads me to... This is this is a great great story, Kraus. We met uh, David, David Karen and I. We met with a client a little over two years ago. Um, we've developed a relationship over time. Whenever we sit down with people, and, and typically as people are, are are chronologically maturing, is their risk tolerance continues to go lower and lower and lower. But then greed is sitting on the other shoulder, saying, "Yeah, but I don't want to give up growth at the same time." Uh, so a lot of times when we sit with people and we talk about investing overall, there's always three characteristics. And it's funny, there was a gentleman, that, uh, clients that have been working with us for two years as well that we had met with on Thursday. And the three characteristics that I had mentioned to him, we had the very same conversation, was liquidity, growth, and principal protection. Where if those three things would be involved in an investment, those three characteristics sound like a good thing. That You agree with that, Krause? Sounds yeah. like a good thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it sounds good and it feels good. What does it mean? That's exactly right. The problem is there's nothing out there that has all three of those associated with it. And what's funny is my one client um, had said, you know what? I was told that 40 years ago when I was sitting in a credit union of when I asked the question, hey, what are the three characteristics I should look for in an investment? And he's like, the fact that you're telling me the same thing 40 years ago and she says, I guess history tends to repeat itself at the end of the day. Um, but this story I want to I talk about, Krause, was we did a two-year review um, with the client. And the one comment that they made was that we're conservative. We feel good. We just don't want to lose money at this point in time. But how can we participate and possibly still earn a little bit of money? So we had shared a solution with them that we went back to 2016, and again, we had a two-year anniversary here in 2018, where they had put in $250,000 into this investment, where after two years, now realize the S&P 500 over the last two years, Krause, has gone up quite a bit, almost 50% over that two-year time period. So that $250,000 that someone would have invested just purely in the S&P 500, 
would have turned into $375,000. But obviously what can go up can obviously go down as well. So the client wasn't really wanting to have that much exposure um, to the pure market. So instead, we shared this alternative solution with them so that when we did our two-year review, their 250 didn't turn into 375 like the pure S&P 500 did. It, it only turned into $351,000. Now, I'm being funny because they actually still earned about 40% rate of return when you do that math there. So, again, we did not give up um, growth. We've had our principal protection, which I'm going to get to in just a moment. But, again, we lost a little bit of that upside potential and what the pure market would give us. But here's what's more important to them, was that when we sat down, we talked about the what-ifs. And we said if we were purely in that market, and what happens if we were in 2006, 7, 8, and 9 again, well, what happens if that 250000 where if I was in the S&P 500, went down to $125,000? I go, in our example, our worst-case scenario, that $250,000 is only going to go down to $242,000 or only a $7,500 loss. And they said, you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay. There was a little bit of fees involved, what we called that almost like the, the insurance to make sure that our money would not go down. But again, we gave up a little bit of upside to ensure that we would not have any kind of downside protection. And again, if those are solutions like that, that again, can give people that peace of mind. And again, that stress-free life where they can still pick up some growth. But, again, it accomplishes a lot of their goals and allowing them to sleep at night. Again, we call that a swan investment. Again, we always want you to sleep well at night. We're, again, always trying to find those investments that have liquidity, growth, and principal protection. We can never get all three. But, again, which ones are we willing to sacrifice on? And, again, we did not put all their money into that. But, again, it's sharing stories with people like that. Those are it's, 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 it's why we stress the importance of going through that Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review where when we get to that topic of investments is that we can share different solutions that are out there. So again, feel free to visit us at www.thrivefinancialservices.com or you can always call the office at 800-516-5861. All right, let's get to a break here as we roll along, along with Brett Elam and David and Karen Bazaar. I'm Joe Krause. You're listening to the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We'll take a short break. And come back with more conversation uh, with David, Karen, and Brett back in a moment. And a good Saturday morning. And thank you so much for tuning in to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. That upcoming workshop next Thursday is at the West Whiteland Township. Uh, library on Thursday the 7th, 7 p.m. is the start. The uh, headline uh, is Taxes uh, and Retirement. And one programming reminder for our listening audience, uh, we get an opportunity once in a while to create and produce uh, special programming Mm -hmm. uh, on Saturdays. And Karen, I'm going to let you have all of the honors to talk about uh, our show for next uh, Saturday, but very excited uh, to be able to uh, let our listening audience know and put a star next to next Saturday morning. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, I'm excited to say that uh, the next show is going to be geared towards women, women in retirement, how they, how it differs a little bit. And the reason that we thought of doing the show is in all my years of doing financial services, 
the one comment I got a lot from women who were single or f- suddenly found themselves single, either through a spouse passing away or through a divorce situation, is they uh, felt comfortable talking to another woman. They felt that they had gone to different advisors and they just didn't think that they were talking over their head. And what I do and what David and Brett do as well is here is we do educate our clients and we educate people who come in for the first time from a workshop more than just talking at you and telling you what you should do. We educate you and tell you this is why you should do it and we give people options. And uh, so I'm excited to say we're going to have a show um, and it discusses uh, women in retirement. We're going to have another one of our female advisors coming in. She's located in uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Her parents are uh, regular listeners. Oh, good. So she's very excited to be on the show. And um, so I told her she could do a shout out to her parents if that's okay, Joe. That's all right. All right. We'll, I, make sure, <laughs> we'll make sure that happens to, more than once during the hour for excellent, sure. Excellent. Um, and then we're going to have one of our partners, uh, Del Ballon insurance group now Fran's going to be speaking it's Fran is a male um, but he is inundated with women in his household I happen to know his wife's as- actually is it her own businesswoman and he has a daughter so he understands the, uh, the you know and his mother also um, is still around and he has to advocate for advocate for her so he understands that there's different situations that women find themselves in you know if their husband took care of everything and he passes away who's what kind of car insurance do they need? Do they stay with the same guy or person or gal, shall I say? Well, you know, that hits, that, that hits, that's a bullseye hitting home for me because when my father-in-law mm-hmm. um, unexpectedly passed away, my mother-in-law was left right. um, with all of a sudden right. having to deal with everything exactly. where, where um, her husband managed everything. Right. And, and, and we find that when we talk to couples who come in and the husband says, oh, I, you know, I take care of everything, David has said, and I say, that's great, but what happens if you pass away? Who's going to be your wife's advocate? Who's going to take care of her? Who's going to make sure she's not taken advantage of? So to me, that's a, I'm very passionate about that. And uh, we're also going to have another partner or somebody that we know that we work with in the community. She's in real estate. She's actually a real estate she owns her own brokerage and she's an agent and something that we ask our uh, people who come in for the first time or our client or when they become clients is are you going to stay in the same home that you're living in now what does retirement look for you are you going to move where are you going to move and I think Diane's gonna shed some light on what you you should plan on if you're gonna move you should make plans a couple years ahead of time she calls herself a real estate doctor she will help you, give you guidelines, what you should do. Sometimes people want to make changes in their house before they sell the house. Does it really make sense to put money into doing that? Maybe it doesn't. So, you know, a lot of moving parts. As retirement is, as we say, there's a lot of different moving parts. Would you actually think about having an agent come in a couple years ahead of time before you're going to sell a house? But I do think that the question is asked by a lot of people, especially when you start to have conversation about, hey, what are we going to do in right. retirement? Back to the wedding last week, okay, so my oldest daughter's getting married, so my wife and I are in a conversation about, okay, well, when Isabel, who's our youngest, when she's done school and everything else, what is that going to mean? Are, 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 are we going to sell our home in Jenkintown and relocate? What should we do? Uh, my mother-in-law never wanted to sell her property 
party and held on to it and held on to it and held on to it um, until she ultimately made a decision to finally sell it. So there's n- so right. many questions, good guidance. It should be a good a good conversation yeah. next week for uh, sure. Yes, I'm definitely looking forward to that as well. So uh, and and it gives David a day off. So yeah, I- a day off, sure. <laughs> sure. He's I'm actually- sure I won't find anything to do that day. <laughs> so next Saturday morning, for sure, with a female slant, a yes. um, some expert opinion uh, for our listening audience, and really going to come at it in two di- or two or three different areas yes. uh, of conversation. Uh, you're the lead. You're on mic number one next week, Karen. Yes, so I can't good wait. Stuff. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. So uh, good stuff. That's tune in next Saturday right here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk. Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT. But David, it is true. All of those references that Karen made uh, that we're going to talk about next week, um, all of the real life scenarios that you hear from um, your clients or potential clients that join you in the office here, um, they come up. And, and when they do, how you react or how you prepare for them really does make a difference in terms of moving forward. Yeah, I have a couple comments with that. I mean, we, you know, we get the luxury of, you know, meeting with new people 20, 25 times a week. And um, because of that, it's more often that we actually bring things up that they have not yet thought of. And I think that's what's important for people to understand why that Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review is so critical. Uh, I could literally give you hundreds and hundreds of examples, uh, but related to some of the things that Karen was talking about, and that's one of our questions, that's one of our inquiries right away, is do you plan on staying in the home for the rest of your lives, or do you see something in your future from a downsizing standpoint? What about geography? Are you going to stay in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, or Maryland, or are you looking to go south? Are you looking to go west? What does that look like for you? And, you know, most times people just go, hey, that's a really good question. I I haven't really thought about it because some of the thought process is, you know, Pennsylvania is an incredibly favorable state from an income tax standpoint for retirees. So you may be thinking of moving to a, you know, maybe you're, who knows, Kentucky or Tennessee or Texas or whatever. And we take it upon ourselves. If you give us that guidance, we're actually going to go look up the state income tax codes and make a determination of, I understand emotionally you want to go there, but we also have to look at the economics behind it and see if it makes sense. I think a lot of people know in Penn that, that, that Pennsylvania is so favorable for retirees. I did not know. I, yeah. I didn't know it. You know, it's, it's probably 50-50 mm-hmm. when we see it. You know, a lot of people, like we have couples that will, you know, tell us they're going to move out of the Philadelphia suburbs and go a little further west, you know, Harrisburg or Lancaster mm-hmm. or outside of Pittsburgh. Uh, cost of living is less, but on top of it, you know, it's tax favorable, all of the state of Pennsylvania. So, um, you know, that the differentiator for when people would ask me the question, what makes you any different than any other financial advisor or financial planner? You know, right there is, is an indicator. I mean, we go so deep. Um, you know, we've been trained. We have been, you know, so much experience because on the amount of time that we spent in this industry, and then number two, the amount of our practice, our daytime full-time practice is not a common practice, Joe. You know, um, it's, this is not, you know, get a couple of, we see a lot of people and we've built our infrastructure, we've built our staff, we built our technology and our systems to really be able to go out there on a much larger scale and really serve the community. We're on a mission. I mean, we really, you know, we've talked about that tribe that we're trying to build and it's getting bigger and bigger. And I love it because when we do go on Facebook or, you know, social media and different things like that, we start to see these advocates of, 
you know, people who've come through the workshop, come in for the Thrive Retirement Review, and, uh, you know, they're, they're standing at the top of the mountain, not us. They're saying it was one of the greatest experiences, opened to my eyes. You know, I sat with somebody early this week related to what Karen was talking about. Wonderful couple, a lot of money, you know, had, you know, north of a million and a half dollars. Um, but when they walked out, they really came to a realization, which was not, which was not really on their radar initially, is that in retirement, because their expenses were so high, and some of that high expense was related to a vacation home down the shore that they had, that they were probably going to have to sell that home in the next few years so that they could bring their expenses down so that it would support the amount of money that they've got in their retirement assets. If they don't do it, they're going to erode that money. We showed them, you know, illustrated to them through our software that they could end up running out of money in their mid-80s. And they've got longevity on their side. You know, both of them are in their mid-60s and both of their sets of parents are in their 90s. So it's important. Very important and, and, a, and a perfect example of why it is so important to be able to understand what that future reality potentially is. That, that in some ways, I think, is a tough conversation. Hey, that place that you have down at the shore, might you may have to move that. I mean, that can be a difficult conversation, but better to have it, better to be able to understand the reasons that are the reasons why instead of just speculating. Oh, so I, I say that. I said, you want me to be diplomatic or you want me to be honest? And they always vote for honest. And I said, look, sometimes I got to tell you the reality, uh, but it's better, you know, to have enough fuel in the jet to get across the Atlantic Ocean versus boarding the jet and finding out you didn't have enough. I hope as you listen to the show, I hope as everyone listens to the show, Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show here on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT, um, you're learning that about David and Karen Bazaar, about Brett Elam, and about ThriveFinancialServices.com. It is all about educating you, and you have your own scenario. You have your own circumstance um, and the ability to be able to take and, and tap into the knowledge um, that you'll get from here, um, I think is priceless. Again, one more time, I remind you, if you're available next Thursday, if you're free um, and you can get to the West Whiteland Township Library at 7 p.m., uh, there's only one workshop next week, Taxes and Retirement. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com or you can ring the phone at 800-516-5861. We'll take our final commercial break uh, of the big show here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. We'll bring Brett back into the dialogue when we return, plus Karen uh, and David. Our final segment of this week uh, is coming up after the break. And back here live on the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David and Karen Bazaar and Brett Elam on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. And you, we thank you very much for joining us uh, on a Saturday morning. I've got my... Um, Roadmap to Retirement uh, copy. I've been waiting for for a long time uh, to get my copy of the book, Navigating Your Way uh, to Peace of Mind. Uh, David, just another tool uh, that has been, um, that was created um, with the end result being a way to educate consumers and educate uh, people um, for what's in front of them. Congrats again to you all on the success of it. Uh, I've got my copy. It'll be nestled with me in my beach chair uh, on the beach in Cape May tomorrow. We'll be, we'll be envious of that. We'll yeah. be envious of that. No, 
I yeah, we actually this. had to go to reprint. That's you know, and that's why we delayed getting a book to you, Joe. So we apologize, but uh, you know, good problem, so to say. Yes, sir. And uh, we're actually all kind of uh, noodling around right now on our second book. So you know, we'll try to get that out. I'd say within the next six months. But uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, these two articles that we talked about or, or I reviewed. Uh, how much money do you need to be wealthy in America from Bloomberg? I just want to address a couple quick things there. It's kind of interesting. Um, like Brett said earlier, many Americans cite leading a stress-free life and having peace of mind as their personal definition of wealth. That doesn't sound too money-centric on the face of it until you consider that money, or specifically the lack thereof, is a major source of stress. To be financially comfortable in America today requires an average of $1.4 million dollars up from $1.2 million a year ago, according to the survey that was done online. The net worth needed to be, quote-unquote, wealthy, well, that's an average of $2.4 million, the same as it was last year that was outlined on the online survey of 1,000 Americans between the ages of 21 and 75. So, you know, that gives you a little perspective of what people kind of, the perception of what comfort is and what wealth is. So, you know, whether you have that, you don't have it, you got more, you got a little bit less, it still doesn't, you know, kind of discount you from going through something like the Thrive Retirement Roadmap to get an assessment, does everything work? Now, flipping over and going to the other article out of Investment News, uh, the worst possible time to retire, market performance in the, fa- uh, in the first few years of retirement determines financial security throughout one's golden years. Um, So here's why the outlook for people retiring today, and again, this was a very recent article, is concerning. It says the outlook isn't good for clients on the verge of retirement today. The probability of being financially secure throughout one's golden years without severely compromising one's lifestyle or running out of money altogether depends largely on what happens in the financial markets in the first few years of their retirement. So it's a long article, you know, and I'm going to have Brett address some of the things that we talk about in our workshop. But hearing from what some of the market pundits are talking about, uh, here's a quote says, this is as close as you'll get to an all time market high and dangerously high valuations that make it a very risky time to be in retirement. The worst time to retire is when stocks have had a run for a while without an intervening bear market, which is usually a downturn of 20% or more from the recent highs. So we haven't seen that. As a matter of fact, the last bear market in U.S. stocks ended back in March of 2009, more than nine years ago, when stocks bottomed out during the financial crisis. Bear markets tend to occur every four years. So we're way, way overdue. And with the volatility, with some of the geopolitical things that we're seeing, um, I talked to some of our clients. I always want to try to find out. You know, Warren Buffett was a big believer, you know, invest in companies that you understand things about. So I asked clients recently, I talked to a couple people who are recruiters, which, you know, we keep hearing this morning, you know, or I'm sorry, Friday morning, I guess it was. We heard, um, you know, jobs were up, Uh, inflation or uh, unemployment was down, but job creation was kind of not good. Um, um, uh, pe- penetration of people still in the job position wasn't great. Uh, so I asked, I said, what do you think's happening with, you know, with the job market? I said, I'm not getting calls from my vendors asking me to go recruit for them. 
So, you know, seeing that happen, seeing gas prices going up, seeing the 10-year starting to tick up, it's certainly something to be aware about, uh, aware of. So, you know, we talk about that. You know, we talk about, you know, what's going to happen in the markets. Um, what, you know, you got to count on how much money you can withdraw from the markets to supplement your Social Security, possibly a pension, to make sure you're filling that income gap. So, you know, Brett kind of covers a little bit of that during our workshops. So I'll kick the ball over to him and have him talk a little bit about that. Brett, you said it was? I sure am. Yeah. And, and, you know, one of the topics that David does a great job talking about during the workshop is something that's called the 4% rule. And we always ask people in the room, who's heard of this? And I would tell you maybe we get maybe 25 to 40% of the room where you get people's hands up. Like, yeah, absolutely, I've heard of that. And, of course, where they've heard of it is from their advisor. And, and, and perhaps we've chatted about it before, but I think it's a great um, – David gave a great segue in talking about it here – is what the 4% rule was back in 1994, a study um, from Morningstar had identified that 4% was the amount, what was the percentage of being optimal to last 30 years of retirement without running out of money. The problem was, is that in 2013, is that it was revised down to 2.8%. Again, a couple reasons. We've got volatility in markets. Um, uh, you got to always watch what advisors are charging from a fee standpoint. Um, we obviously are coming out of a very low interest rate environment, as low as we've ever seen. Then people are, are shifting from that more conservative mix of stocks and bonds. And, and, and putting those together with what David had just said, it's, it's part of that Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. The very first thing that we go through is that Social Security Maximization Report. Now, we have to have a little bit of faith in the government that Social Security is going to last. And I know what those sheets say, but I, they have not yet ever defaulted on Social Security. Um, so for, for the listeners in the, in, the, in the audience that may be uh, in their 30s and 40s, maybe early 50s, may not be necessarily a good thing. But for those of us that are the boomers that are in retirement, mid-50s and beyond, I think we can count on it. So, again, in, in putting together those pieces, and we talk about that 4% rule, Again, how can I maximize my Social Security and pulling money out of my assets at the same time to give me that peace of mind that I know I'm at the worst time of possibly entering retirement? Let's realize we can't stress our portfolios that high at that 4%. Again, Krause, here's a number for us. If we need $30,000 in retirement, is that we would need approximately $750,000 of a nest egg to be able to get that peace of mind using that 4% rule. The upcoming workshop is at the West Whiteland Township Building on June 7th. That's next week on Thursday uh, from 7 uh, to 9, tax, or 7 o'clock is the starting time, yes. rather, taxes uh, and retirement. Uh, uh, Brett Elam, nice job today. Thank you so much, Karen. I know we're up against yep. the top of the hour, but I do want to give you uh, at least 30 seconds to talk about our special program next week. Again, thanks again, Krause. I appreciate it. So, yes, again, next week we're going to have a little bit more, uh, I would say, women empowerment hour. Time to focus on women's needs in retirement and how their needs differ from, not from men, but from couples. When we have people come to the workshop, a lot of times we talk about couples and how statistics talk speak about them. Um, but then 
I notice there's a lot of single women that are coming to these workshops, which I'm happy to see that they're trying to get information. And, you know, we have it both ways. We have people who, women who are head of household who take care of everything as well. So well, um, you're in the lead chair next week. Ex- you're, excellent. You, you get the lead microphone. You're on mic one. That's next week. Tune well, in for so a very uh, special program uh, as Karen talked about it. And thank you very much for tuning in to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT on behalf of Dave. And Karen Bazaar and, of course, Brett Elam uh, for jumping in uh, from a remote location today. We thank him very much uh, as well. On behalf of all of our listening audience who are part uh, of the radio show, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.